How's it going guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about toxic people and relationships. Now, the word toxic, it's very subjective. So when I say toxic, I'm referring to things that cause you lots of stress that are more negative, especially around people, things that are more of a detriment than a benefit in your life. Now, for most people, maybe it is happening right now if you are watching this video maybe that's why you clicked on this but there's someone in our life who is causing more stress than good now when i was recovering i did have some toxic people in my life it's funny enough because nowadays we're the complete opposite like we are good we're the complete opposite of what we used to be but my mom was probably one of the biggest stressors i had when i was sick because she didn't really believe i was sick she would just say oh you know, just think positive. Oh, don't you want to go out to the park or the beach? Because she didn't really know what was going on. So in her defense, she would bring me to these tests a lot of times, or I'd go to the hospital and she would pick me up and then all the tests were completely normal. So she just thought that I was pretty normal. It was all in my head. However, that really bothered me. Every time she would say something about me being sick and she would try to help me. It's not like she was horrible about it. But every time she didn't really understand what was going on, I would get extremely frustrated and it would trigger more stress, which eventually would trigger something like a crash or a really bad adjustment period, right? And my symptoms would all flare up. So what I realized is there are times in life where you do have to be completely selfish mentally, right? You have to be able to hear something and completely disregard it or have it so that when a certain person says certain things, it just goes in one ear and out the other, where you can't buy into anything that they say. And sometimes that's what you have to do, or else you're just gonna continue getting stressed. If there are people in your life who are saying certain things or being around them stresses you out more, don't be around them. If you don't have a choice, then when they are in the room and they're saying certain things, you have to learn to have it go in one ear, out the other, because that's the best you could do. A lot of people who get CFS, they tend to put other people before themselves, other people's wants and needs before themselves. There's a lot of people pleasers, right? Now this might not be you, but I'm just telling you, for the most part, from what I see from people, and I don't mean that in a negative way, I just mean it as a fact, like it is what it is. People who get CFS, they tend to be type A personalities, they tend to be people pleasers, and they tend to put their own health on the back burner a lot of times because they want to accomplish certain things or come across a certain way. But this is a time where you have to be selfish and really think about your own mental and physical well-being. Another huge thing around this area of toxic people or relationships is realizing that we can have unrealistic expectations of other people. Now, I used to have this, for example, with my mom. I didn't understand how she didn't get how sick I was. I didn't understand why she wasn't researching all day for solutions to this, why she wasn't taking it as seriously as I was, because it felt like my life was on the line. But everyone around me, they're like, oh yeah, hopefully you get better. Yeah, you'll figure out what happens. It'll work itself out. So they didn't take it as seriously as I did. So for me, I took that as, oh, these people don't really care about me. I could be up all night long feeling like I'm going through hell and no one's checking in on me. I had a certain expectations and when people didn't meet those expectations, I just got very disappointed. I expected people to understand what I was going through, not just with family, but with friends. My friends didn't understand what I was going through. Now, there were a handful who really did and they stuck with me and stuck by my side the entire time. But there are other friends who would just kind of make fun of me for it and it hurt a lot because no one is there when you're by yourself 
you know, late at night or in the middle of the day and you're with your own dark thoughts and you think you're never going to walk again or you think you're never going to have your life back. You're never going to run or, or travel or have a day where you don't feel a crazy amount of symptoms. You never feel like you're going to be normal again. So you develop this need for sympathy and empathy from other people. And when they don't show you that, it can be very triggering. And even one small thing they say, it can tick you off. I remember one time I was bedridden living at my grandparents' house. My girlfriend at the time, she was there with me because she would visit a few times a week just to keep me company and just make sure I was feeling better. And two of my friends came over and they were sitting there and that day I was just having a really, really bad headache. And they were talking to me about 30 minutes in, my headache was getting really bad. And then they asked me, Miguel, why don't you try sitting outside or something? Or why don't you try sitting in the sun? And then I just snapped. I was like, you guys don't think I tried that? You don't think I want to go sit outside every day? And I got really mad and I basically kicked them out. I was like, if you guys are just going to try to tell me stuff I already know, or if you guys are just going to say certain things like this, then you can leave. Like you're just making me feel worse. And then they left. I didn't realize it at the time, but you know, that was pretty savage on my part. So a few months later when I was out of the hospital and I was feeling a lot better, we talked about that day and I apologized to them. I was like, guys, I had a huge headache. I'm sorry about that. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. Don't mind it. But then after that day, like after I kicked them out, they didn't call me really for the next few months. Actually, one of them did. He would visit me in the hospital because he's a really good friend. But your perception on a lot of interactions with people can tend to have you on the edge. You can be triggered by very small things because one thing that comes with CFS is not just the physical symptoms, but it's also the mood swings, the change of attitude, the temper, the short temper that can be a very real thing. So your perception of things can be very different and you may perceive things in a lot worse way than they actually are. Now, like I said earlier, if there are actually toxic people and toxic relationships in your life, if you have the ability to and the power to, completely cut them off. They serve you no benefit, at least for right now. Down the road, maybe it would work out, maybe you can patch things up, but that is not serving you right now. And the most important thing is getting you unstuck on this journey. You can always fix it down the road. And they would understand once they realize how serious this thing was. Another thing too is after I recovered and got better and started getting my life back, sometimes with friends or family, we would have conversations about my days when I was sick. and they would ask me like, okay, so what was all that stuff? Like, was that in your mind? Like, did you just have to think positive? And I no longer get offended about it. In fact, I've tried to explain it to some people so many times and to this day, they don't get it. So I just say, yeah, you know, it was an issue with the way my brain was sending signals to my body. That's it. And then I move on to the next conversation, but I don't get as triggered by it. Actually, I don't get triggered at all. And I don't feel upset when people don't understand, but if you are going through the thick of it right now and there are people who are seeming to be like dead weight and they're just kind of dragging you down and being around them definitely not good for your health and it stresses you out, you need to cut them out temporarily. Forget they exist if you can, right? That isn't always the case if these are direct family members living in your house. There's a handful of people who their family doesn't even believe this is still real, right? And there's some couple people in the program actually who have that, like their parents don't think it's real or someone doesn't think it's real. And that's where they can find support in a community like this. It's the opposite of toxic. Like we believe everything you're saying because we've been through it ourselves and we know that we can help you get better. We know that recovery is possible. So those are the people you want to surround yourself with. And it's very binary, right? 
in a case like this, it's very black and white. Just look at what that person brings into your life. If they're bringing more stress or they're bringing more benefit. If they're bringing more stress, you don't need them right now. You have to be ruthless at this point. You need to be selfish and put yourself first. Put your health or your mental health and your physical health first. And then after you get better, then you can bring them back into your life. You can start talking to them more. But right now, that is the last thing you need. And it's just gonna add more stress to your life. And we all know, if you watched my other videos, the more stress you have, the more stimulated your nervous system is gonna be and the more symptoms you'll feel, the thicker your adjustment periods are and the longer you'll stay stuck in this quicksand. So you need to remove as many stressors as possible, but also understand what you can and can't control. If there's stuff you can't control, like certain people, then when they're around, you literally need to reprogram your brain so that when they say certain things to you, it goes in one ear and out the other. And that's the best you can do. Because other than that, you don't have any control over that. The things you can control, like certain friends coming over, certain people coming over, you don't have to say yes. You can say no. You can say, hey, I'm just gonna focus on my health for the next two months, three months, whatever, X amount of time. But you need to prioritize your mental and physical health. Now the subscriber comment of the day is from Nutak Ardness. I think that's how I pronounce it. Sorry if I butchered your name. But he actually has several really good comments. But this comment in particular, he says, love this, we're not on a time limit on this. And this is about my video where I talk about why recovery is taking so long and you can watch that video up here. But he says, I know we all want to get back to our lives, but we are here for a reason, because of an imbalance we caused ourselves. I say be here fully. This is our chance to really set the record straight, to change our lives for the better. Be present and do the work. Otherwise, you just have to repeat the lesson in earth school. So not too sure what earth school means, but I agree with pretty much all your other points. Now, you know, there's some people, they just fell into this. They didn't really cause this themselves, but they were quite stressed in life. And then maybe they got COVID, maybe a virus hit them, maybe they got bitten by a tick, right? So there are things that happen in life that aren't really our fault, but it is our full responsibility to come out of this, no matter how we fell in. And we always have control over what we can do moving forward. We can't change the past. So I love that you say this. We are here for a reason. And this is a chance to change our lives for the better. Now, everybody I've seen who has recovered, they're actually grateful for this journey because they're forced to level up their mindset, level up the way they look at the world, the way they look at things, and just level up how they carry out themselves in daily life, how they handle stress. Because that's really the only way to get out of this. The only way to get better is if you fix those things. Without fixing those things, you stay sick, you stay stuck. So you do have to level up your nervous system. Look at this entire journey that you're having. It feels like a lifetime. Whether you've had it for three months or three years or three decades, right? No matter how long that is, it feels like its own lifetime. I had it for four and a half years. That felt like its own separate life layered on top of my regular life. So it is crazy. The side quest in life, it's crazy how far off the regular path this takes you when you have an illness like this. So see it as an opportunity to get better. This is a chance to level up. If you guys wanted a chance to get featured, then make sure to comment down below your biggest takeaway from this video, something you learned, and also some advice you can give other people to help them on their journey. If you did like this video, make sure to hit that like button, click the link down below, hit subscribe, make sure you turn on notifications as well. And if you did need some extra help, just being around the opposite of toxic people, if you wanted to be around very supportive people, 
part of a community that is going to help you and walk you through the different steps of recovery, you can apply for the Recovery Jumpstart program down below. The way I've created this program is you get tons and tons of hands-on help. We build a customized plan for you. We walk you through the different steps of your recovery. So that way we actually simplify things because recovery can be very complex. We simplify things so you know exactly what you should be focusing on each week. We help you deal with the symptoms properly and we just help you gain traction on your journey. So if you have been stuck and you've been looking for a way out, looking for a way to move forwards on your journey and actually start gaining traction, make sure to click the link down below. You'll be redirected to a questionnaire because we do want to make sure you're a great fit for the program or else we'll tell you, hey, this is probably not for you. But if it is for you, we would love to absolutely help you. Hope you guys have a great day. Remember the golden rule in recovery if you haven't watched my other videos already, but your success in recovery is determined by how well you respond to symptoms. Remember, you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.